Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. <laughs> We're li- that's fi- this is episode 50? Dude, this is episode 50. Wow. We should do a bit we should do a big giveaway today. We should. Gosh, man, like I was not I was not expecting that. Episode 50. Well, I mean, Let, let's let's do you, you just we, you just turned 50, didn't you? <laughs> look, I know I've got some gray hairs sneaking in there, but not quite 50, you know? Not quite. Mine come up, not mine, quite. Mine come up in the beard, some white hairs. But it's uh, ginger, so it's okay. I'm a fan of all that noise. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I did just ride seven miles again, but not shirtless today. You know, um, actually, it was only six point three miles today, so it wasn't quite wasn't quite the same, you know, same thing. But welcome did you take to a different route. Did you like? How did you? I did. I did. So there's a you know there's like a if I go straight through the state park and then go to 30A and then ride all in 30A, it's like seven and a half miles or so. I said eight last week, but I did the math more more better this time. Um, and then if I go like diagonal, um, through a different neighborhood, then I cut off like a mile and a half or so. So it was only 6.3 miles. So not too bad. Maybe I'll ride and that bike later. I just wasn't quite as rushed today. I mean, I was still late, but you know, wasn't quite as rushed. <laughs> Welcome I to I was here. Rich, you're amazing. Yeah, but you just walk like a hundred steps across your yard to your office. It's true. It's card being intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say buying that much property in 30A would be like $5 million. So anyways, there's, there's that. Um, but I'm Hey, still what- a little, I'm still a little sad. I had the greatest idea of like, David, buy an oceanfront condo as your office that has a bedroom in it. Mm. And we like entertained it for a minute. And then he was like, I'll just get an office with no bedroom for rich. So <laughs> I know that would be that would be pretty sweet. I just you know one day one day. Um, So awesome. Well, hey, welcome, welcome to you guys. Um, Mel Sasir is saying, how about a fifty dollar B and H gift certificate? Um, You know what we could do? Here, here's what I think we should do today. How about a fifty millimeter lens? How about a fifty millimeter lens? Yeah. So here's the nifty. We're gonna be talking about lenses today, but this we'll talk why why this lens, but this is one of our favorite lenses to, um, to like that we recommend to essentially new photographers. So what we'll do is we'll give away a 50 millimeter lens or a B&H gift certificate for the equivalent value. So if for some reason you want, if you already have this lens, then, you know, it'll be a hundred and something dollar gift certificate instead of $50. Sound good, Mel? Hopefully that works for you. Ooh, compromise. <laughs> compromise. But dude, we need to, we do need to give a, away a camera. It's been like way too long. You know, if I had I, one on my desk, I'd give it away. <laughs> um, we do need to give away a camera soon. Let's do like a let's do a big camera giveaway in honor of the podcast turning a year old in fifty episodes, something like that. Does that sound good? Sounds great. I mean, technically, a year old should been should have been fifty two if we did one every week. But yeah, but like slackers. Christmas, Christmas, know, and you know, like yeah, we, know. we we miss some weeks. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. I was thinking it was fifty. Dang, we should have. Uh, well, we've got a great episode for y'all today. You know, 50. you're really going to focus in on the, the stuff best. we're talking about. We're really going to focus in and I have a couple, I have two fifties on my desk. I actually have the new 50, the nifty 50 for the RP and I'm loving it. You do? Is it the RF version? Yes. It's so Ooh. small. Look how small that thing is. But it like, I used it at a wedding and I loved the pictures. Really? Yeah. That's I'm, great. I'm, I'm going to sell my Sigma 50. There you go. And, and that's a 1.8? This is 1.8? My Sigma is 1.4, but it's just so fast. It fa- it focus. It just feels. Mm. It kind of feels like a joke a little bit when I show up to a wedding with like this. Mm-hmm. But it's such a. This is an R, and a 50. Mm. I'm loving the 50. For those of you that have a Canon lens, I know we talk a lot about Canon. Me and David just have millions of dollars of invested camera equipment, but we do love Nikon. We do millions. love millions. And we love Sigma because Sigma lenses fit any camera, depending if you get the right mount. The I don't have mount. the only Sigma thing I have. Is this Sigma? 
The only Sigma thing I have is this converter from like Sony to Canon. That's the only one I have. But I've heard great things about the Sigma lenses. I know you've done them. I just never went there, man. Um, but I would, I, I would. The Sigma art lenses I've heard are incredible. Well, hey, today in episode fifty-five-zero, we're giving away a free Nifty Fifty lens, which is a hundred and something dollars, depending on which camera you have. Um, and if you already have that lens, then and you're, and if you are the winner. Um, then you'll just win a B&H gift certificate for the equivalent value of the lens for your camera. Sound good? How do I win that? How do I win this lens? That's a great question, Richard. Um, You just need to share. La Cavita has shared it. Love it. Love it. Um, So all you have to do is just share this live recording of this podcast, episode 50, where we talk about lenses today, and you could be one of the people who wins a free lens. My lens. Yeah. Yeah, it could be great. could be awesome. could be. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I don't know, like, when you want to jump in after the top, whatever. But a 50 millimeter is where every photographer should, like, you should have a 50. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to, am I allowed to say that? Because I yeah. just said it, and I can't take it back. If you if you have a uh, a full frame camera, like my 5D Mark II, or my 5D original, nice, or the Sony a7 III. See if it'll focus on me. Today it's having some trouble. Um, or a Canon, or a Canon R. I know, or a Canon RP, or a Canon R, or a Canon R6, or a Canon R5. The Canon R line is like our new favorite line of cameras. The RP, which you're seeing both of our webcams or RPs right now, with 35 millimeter RF lenses. We'll explain about that stuff in a minute. Um, I think that this Canon RP, it's full frame, and mm. I just I just think that for under a thousand dollars, this is the best bang for your buck you can get with a camera right now. Amen. I just think I just think it's incredible. You said it. You said it. I mean, it. well, I got it on sale for eight ninety nine. You know, uh, and it's I'm actually full changing. F- I'm changing our gear guide. I said anywhere where we said sixty Mark II, replace that with the RP. Canon RP. Yeah, sixty Mark II is a great camera. You know, and if you have a camera, if you're invested in it, it's not that you need to go run out and get a new one. But if you're looking for a new camera and you're ready to upgrade, then I'd suggest that Canon R line. I mean, we're biased to Canon for sure. Sony and Nikon are great too, you know. Um, Fuji makes some great cameras and, you know, like there's other great cameras out there. We're just biased to Canon, you know. Uh, And the Canon R line is absolutely incredible. So a lot of the images that we... Uh, sorry, the lenses that we talk about today um, are going to be with their, <laughs> they are going to be uh, lenses that work with your Canon R's, you know what I mean? And to, to make things, make the blow a little softer, mm-hmm. Kristen made a pretty link to our gear guide where you can download our gear guide. And on the last page of the gear guide, I made a, a chart to where if we say a Canon 100, it tells you the Sony nikon sigma version also so it doesn't matter what lens we say kristen posts a link to that gear guide you download that for free and what that does is it lets you see okay we're talking about you know the sigma 50 but you don't want that 50 you want the nikon if you go over to nikon and click that link it takes you to the nikon one or the sony one or whatever you need so download that it's free it's a good reference tool Anytime we talk about a Canon, we're also talking about Sony and Nikon in there. Agreed. Agreed. So one of the things that I think we should talk about is full frame. I feel like I should go get a focus aid too. I might still have one in my fridge. I'm fresh... gonna, I'll do that. I'm going to do craft time. You go ahead and go if you want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab some scissors and I'm going to make a craft. craft yes. Time yes. You're going you're gonna to talk about the full frame versus crop sensor yeah, with craft yes, time let's do that break everyone take a Crafts. 15 minute break no i'm just kidding let me get a focus no, i was like wow wow am I, am I that unappealing to people um so let's do this is a this is a wedding guide that i have for my company and as you can see i've done this demonstration before um here is a full frame no here we'll make this the crop sensor and dang it rich i don't have any focus aid here I have a whole pack of them at my at my house, but I you know didn't ride them over with my bike, so. Imbecile. Yeah, I know. All right, you ready, little buddy? You're full screen, man. You're full screen, full frontal. 
boom, I won't back up past here because that's where things get crazy. <laughs> Just kidding. So, full frame. Welcome to episode 50, the Pantless Podcast. The pan- that should be the new title of our podcast, the Pantless yeah. Podcast. Our guests would get severely uncomfortable. Hmm. So, here's the thing. You, you keep saying okay, there's a conversion factor. If I put a lens on, is it full frame? How does my camera see it? I, Rich, I'm confused. Simply put, David, and listeners alike, what is the difference between these two these two pieces of paper right here that won't focus on because my eyes are in the shot? <laughs> it's like they're both out of focus? <laughs> is that the difference? Just put it next no, to your face. So, Just put it next to your so face. So here, here is your crop sensor camera. Your, I'm going to use Canon, and I apologize. Your Canon T6. Your can your Nikon D thirty three hundred, yeah. Um, your Sony A sixty five hundred. Here is your Canon five D Mark three, five D Mark four, sixty R six. Your Nikon D eight fifty. Your Nikon D seven fifty. Your Nikon Z mirrorless. Your Sony A seven S three. These are the differences. Now look at them together. Whoa, which one of these sensors, David? has more information on it which one was which one's gonna record more information the bigger one the black one the bigger one the black one is gonna receive more color more contrast more everything there's gonna be more data written on this bigger sensor now Mm. how does that relate to lenses here's the deal when you david i'm gonna walk off camera and grab my 60 oh gosh he does have pants on he does they're gym shorts, but you know. Here's a camera, a mirrorless. Here's a mirrored camera, and there's your sensor. So when you hear me talking about sensor, I'm talking about that green thing underneath your shutter. I shudder to think how I broke this in the Bahamas. So that green thing is your sensor. Now, when you put a lens on your camera, you're putting that lens on the camera. The aspect ratio is different for this big sensor and this little sensor. So, getting nerdy. Say, Rich, talk nerdy to me. Say it. Whisper it, David. Rich, talk nerdy to me. Can you sound like a girl a little bit? That made me feel severely uncomfortable. (sighs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So, when you put this on your crop sensor, it's actually – there's a crop conversion factor. So, when you put math time with Rich – Let's say you put a 50 millimeter lens on a crop sensor camera. This is how you do it. So you have your 50 millimeter lens times 1.6. Your 50 millimeters is actually 80 millimeters. Say what? So a 50 millimeter lens on a crop sensor camera is actually 80 millimeters. Your 70 millimeter lens, I did 700. Your 70 millimeter times 1.6 is 112. That means when you're at 200 millimeters, times 1.6 on a crop sensor you're actually at 320 so as we talk about lenses today the first thing i want to say is your eyeball sees about 50 millimeters on a full frame camera so if you were to take in the scene decide that's your shot the reason i recommend the 50 is because you put a 50 millimeter lens on a full frame camera and look through the viewfinder that's about what you get anything zoomed in is a telephoto lens Anything wider than 50 is a wide angle lens. So we're going to be talking a lot about lenses. David has a lot of visuals for you to explain this and help this all make crystal clear and make perfect sense. Let's let I'm going to show them the that way we can talk about it. Um, I'm going to show them the um, you know the the amazing video that we've got of your face. Sound good? It's a good thing. I had a I had a black eye, so I'm sorry. Well, it was fading, you know, like it was fading. So, hey, if you guys are just tuning in now to podcast episode 50 of your Photography Mentor podcast, we are talking about lenses today, and we're even giving away a lens. So if you just joined, all you have to do to be eligible to win a free nifty 50 millimeter lens worth at least $140 or more, um, just share this Facebook Live video, this live recording of the podcast to, to to your profile or page. Let's see if I can get my, so then I had no focus, egg, but I think, you know what, these, these, um, <clears throat> are you cheating on me with a different ginger shot? These ginger shots, <laughs> I sure am. These ginger shots, like some, they're great. They're the best tasting ones, but sometimes this thing doesn't open off, open up like this thing, like sticks to the, 
yeah. So, anyways. Mm. That matters. Then, do, then do ginger shots ever give you hiccups? If I take the whole thing, it gives me the hiccups. No. <gasps> no. <laughs> not at all. Hey, I'm going to play a video. We can talk about it. I'm not going to play it, play it. I'm going to screen share it, just just to be clear. Um, here is Rich. Okay. Gosh, she's so good looking. Yeah, I'm gonna play. We're gonna play does, this video. Does lens choice matter? Does the lens, lens choice really lens matter? Lens choice matters. Let's show you guys. You can see the 16 millimeters up in the top left corner. I'm gonna push play on this video. Okay. See that? See it changing like crazy oh. there? What are you doing here? What made this look so different? So look, right here, 50 millimeters on a full frame camera. This is what looks normal. Can I get an amen? Anyone? No one? Amen. Amen. Okay. And then when you go zoomed in a little bit, his face starts to look thicker. My beard. Look right? at my beard shape change. It's kind yeah. Of it's crazy. And then watch. As you go wider, you literally can't see the, the ears as much. Do you hear me? Look at that. I, that and I, I have small ears to start with. So, I mean, like, Isn't that crazy? So that's wide like. angle. But this is all, just to be clear, this is all at like full frame. Okay. I'm doing, I'm putting our faces up in the, in the left-hand corner. Okay. This is all at full frame. So the full frame cameras, which is the larger size sensor on a full frame camera, 50 millimeters. Let's go back to 50. 50 millimeters looks normal like you and I see with our eyes. So on that full frame camera, on that on that full frame camera rich you know looks pretty pretty typical on a full frame camera if you um if you go wider let's go wider okay it starts to distort the face this is at 35 millimeters it starts to go wider right and if you go to 24 it's even wider and it's distorting his face even more and stretching him out more especially when you're up close Okay, if you're really far away, it may not have the same distortion factor. Okay, but it's interesting to see the distortion play out in the same situation. And that's 16 millimeters, which is as wide as many lenses go. I have my 16 to 35 millimeter right here. And, which is um, about a 10 on a crop sensor camera. So No. To, to, for those of you using Oh, crop. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you, yeah, if you yes. had a 10, yes, yes. yes. I, I thought, yeah, if you put this lens on a crop sensor camera, 16 times 1.6 would be, what, 22 or something? Yeah. Something like that. I was just saying the equivalent. I was trying to help. I, I, I got out. you. The equivalent. Yeah. In order to get this super wide angle effect on a, on a crop sensor camera, you would have to do what Rich said and get a 10. In fact, that would be exactly correct. 10. That's what I did. I, I, I had a 10 to 20 when I was... Cause I didn't have a full frame camera and a lot of you might be asking, why would you buy a crop sensor camera? Um, especially Money. back in the day when cameras still had mirrors, they, uh, they were a little faster. You could shoot because this mirror is physically lighter and smaller. It would shoot a lot faster. Go, um, but now with mirrorless, that's not really an issue anymore, but it is a less expensive camera because the, the components are smaller. So if you're trying to save money, we're not knocking crop sensors. I used crop sensors professionally and made, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars using a crop sensor. Yeah, crop sensors were, I, I, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a question for you. I wonder, I wonder if there will be a crop sensor camera in a few years from now. Like, I don't know. I haven't heard anything that there wasn't, but I'm just saying if the Canon RP is under $1,000 now, like, I thought it was an amazing value to get the Canon 6D Mark II for fifteen or $1,800 whenever it first came out. I thought, like, this is an incredible deal to get a full frame camera for under $2,000. Because they were always... Mind blown. They were always $4,000 for a full frame camera. And so the reason that you would buy a Rebel, a Canon Rebel camera that is crop sensor, which are incredible, you know... It's just, there's just differences in the way that they're made instead of, you know, the, the 5d line, which are full frame cameras was money. You know, this camera has been five or $600 and these cameras just for the camera, not the lens and not the battery pack 
was like $3,700, $3,800 when they came out. The new Canon R5 is about $3,800. Um, and that's the that's the full frame. Like I, it, se it seems like they're replacing the 5D line of uh, DSLR, excuse me, DSLR cameras to... With the R. Um, with the R line. Um, and well, really with the R5 line, I would say. Or the, yeah, anyways. Uh, I wonder if there'll be like an R5 Mark II, and I wonder if they'll do that. I, who knows, you know? But um, I'd lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Oh, the reason that you would do uh, crop crop sensors like these is because it was $3,000 or more less to buy it. Mm -hmm. But now, now that the Canon RP is $899, or, you know, occasionally it's on sale for, you know, under $1,000, I'm like, I, I just... I just can't recommend in good conscience someone spending five or six hundred dollars in this camera when I know that long term the Canon RP would be so much better for them to have a full frame camera. Let David and Rich teach you how to spin that stimulus check. We can, I mean, like that. I could teach you how to spin it all like, <laughs> like that. Um, no, I'm not having. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of times, we're you're not limited by your equipment. If anything, we've learned in the photo mentorship, which we'll talk to you about in a minute. A lot of photographers think they need the next newest piece of gear. But what we're saying is it is going to be hard AF to outgrow a Canon RP. You are no longer going to be limited by outgrowing. Like you, An RP can last you your whole photography career unless you get into like some crazy weird niche where you're trying to shoot sports photography or something and you start making money. What I'm saying is for 1000 bucks, the Canon RP is a phenomenal – bang for your buck we used to recommend yeah. the canon 60 mark ii which was like 16 1700 bucks and now this camera's come out which is better and cheaper and awesome that's i all. agree that's all i'm saying i totally agree hey if you guys do have questions make sure and ask them in the comments we had you know we had um we're supposed to talk about lenses ex exclusively but then um you know celia asked the question where can i buy a canon r5 that i can get for a deal you can't you yeah, can't, you can't get, get it. You right can't now. get a deal on. It. Well, you might be able to get an R5. I mean, B&H was in stock. Amazon. Right. They were out that. They were. They're out like the day, same day. So, they basically. I don't know, but I. I yeah. Check Amazon. B&H. Shipping containers stuck in the channel too. So who knows how long <laughs> and how expensive things will get. Good point. Good point. Well, I mean, yeah. Anyways, who knows? A lot of Canon. There were a lot of Canon and Nikon stuff on that ship. I did the research. Really? For real. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Damn, I just I just dropped you another video if you see it too. It's just a, another example of how your lens choice can really change. And she's wearing glasses. I thought it might be fun for them to watch. All right, I'll pull that. I'll pull that sucker up. Pull it up, because here's the thing: like visually seeing, oh, I shouldn't take a portrait of somebody at 16. Like that's an aha moment. You know what? Rich and this girl, they look the best at like 50 and 85 and 100. That's probably what focal length I should shoot a portrait at. Like, mm. it's really cool to see where this lens choice actually matters. Like, it becomes more than just talking about it. It lets us put the education in front of your eyes so that you can see why it matters. That's right. Yeah, it's crazy. Look how tall, how much taller her hair gets as we zoom in more, you know? Like, at 200 millimeters, look how tall her hair is versus... Um, versus... 16 you know what i mean it looks straggly a little bit you know um but she yeah, has this, nuts yeah she has this beautiful thick hair so look look at the disservice that you're doing her and not only that but you're stretching out her face and all these different things you know so if someone's ever shooting like a wide angle picture i'm like put me in the middle because you know as as you get like toward, and my wife like she'll always try to get in the middle of like a group photo if she can because it's more flattering in the middle of like an iphone photo that's wide um or whatever but um but because what's happening is it's you know the wide angles distort your faces um and just look at the look at the difference here, you know. Like it looks, her face looks so natural, um, right around the fifty millimeter mark, you know. Um, and it's starting to look actually thicker, and you know, you know, around. I mean, past, look how past look the, how big her glasses look. It's like it's nuts watching her glasses shape change shape too. That's like it's such an awesome visual. I love this. Yeah, it's so cool, <laughs> so fantastic. So. When you're at 50 millimeters, like the lens that we're about to give away, all right, 50 millimeters, let's do this, 
50 millimeters, which is this lens on a full frame camera, like the Canon RP, like the, you know, Canon R, any of the Canon R cameras, like the, I think it's the Nikon Z line, like, um, you know, like, like the, the 5D. Like the Nikon D850, the Nikon D700, the yeah. Sony A2, the, Sony A7S3. A7 like 50 millimeters is what you and I see with our eyes. Okay. But if you put that 50 millimeter lens on a Canon T6 or T7, you put that 50 millimeter lens on there, just like Rich was talking about earlier. This is a crop sensor. And what it does is it crops it in and it zooms it in. So it makes your 50 automatically convert and look more like an 85. So it's already zoomed in a little bit more. And, and it's changing the way of, of the person's face. It's changing it. Okay, so your 50 millimeter lens isn't actually 50 millimeters on a crop sensor. Important to know. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell a lot of crop sensor people, buy 35, buy 35 millimeter because, mm. let's do it, 35 times 1.6 equals 56. It's closer to a 50. So if you're gonna stick with a crop sensor, uh, a Canon 80D, 90D, uh, man, Nikon, a Nikon D7500 is my favorite crop sensor camera. If you're going to stick with a crop sensor camera, invest in the 35. Get the Sigma 35 so that way it can grow with you and it's a great lens. Um, yeah. yeah. We just like seeing what you're getting is great. Like knowing before you take the shot. It's bugging me having the charger in the background. So I saw that. That's why I see Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Hey, shoot. So, so really, lens choice matters. Um, let's talk about aperture and lens choice for a second. Can we do that? Mm. Mm. Okay, so one of the things mm. that's so fantastic about, where did, where did I put, oh, I put it on the camera. Where did I put that camera? Here, okay, I've got like 20 cameras in front of me right now. Yes, look at that. All right, so is that a, that's a 50 millimeter lens, an old Vivitar lens, okay? And that's wide open, is that 1.8? That's 1.8. That's 1.8. 1.8 is the smallest f-stop number in that lens that that lens can go. Some lenses go down further like this lens that i have goes down to 1.2 actually um but in this lens 1.8 is the max which is the largest size hole <clears throat> and guess what that larger hole lets more light in which allows you to shoot in lower light situations like in a Ooh. gym indoors shooting christmas lights etc okay David, the, I have a I have a seventy to three hundred lens, but it says the aperture is four point to seven point Does that make it a bad lens? Yes. Why? You tell me. Because the biggest your hole in the lens can get is there, and as you zoom in, it gets to there. It didn't move much, but it did on my end. There you go. So what happens when you shoot a lens, they're really inexpensive to make because the parts are cheaper, but it, your camera is not as good in low light. So when you look at your lens, one of the first things you want to do is see what your aperture is or the hole, how big the hole can get in your lens because that not only affects how much light comes into your lens, it also affects the quality of the blur behind me. Correct, David? Yes, that's right. I'm gonna change my app. I'm gonna be visual here. I'm gonna make my ISO auto. All right, you see me? Yes. I look, I look dark, but it looks good. Watch what happens when I bump my my aperture. Here's here's f here's f22. Look at that. Look now now all of a sudden my sofa and everything is in focus. You could if there was a sign back there you could read it. Yep. But what ha what happens as my aperture hole gets larger or the number gets lower? that picture or anything else behind me becomes super blurry. The quality of this image looks better. So people ask, how can I get professional looking photos? Getting a lens for 130 bucks that lets you shoot with a nice big hole, allowing more light to come in and allows your background to get blurrier. That's a huge win for photographers. That's a huge win for your customers. That's a huge win for your portfolio. And that's why we always recommend a nifty 50. 50. Podcast, episode 50. 50. 50, five, zero, five, zero. I was trying to look back and see if I can see any questions. Someone asked a question and I, I couldn't find it. Um, uh, someone asked a question about like, you know, what about switching your lenses over? And I think they were referring to 
when you have the Canon R line, it's all using a different lens mount, which is called the RF lens mount. And it's a different, basically it's like the way that the, the connecting piece works is different, is different than the EF lens mount. Okay. Now, you know, Sony has their mount and Nikon has their mount, etc. Okay. There are converters. Okay. So for instance, here is a, here is a converter. It's actually made by Sigma. Okay. This, this converter allows me to put, um, I haven't done it in a while, but in theory it does. It allows me to actually put a Canon lens on a Sony camera. So let me see. Say what? Yeah. Let me, uh, Okay, so here's a Sony A7. Let me let me make sure this works, because what if this one might be, I haven't used this one in like a year. Okay, so here's a Sony camera, okay, with a, with a converter on it, and now I should be able to take a Canon lens, <laughs> fingers crossed here, I haven't done this in a year, and I should be able to mount my Canon lens to a Sony camera now. Okay, bah, so, bah, bah. so look at that, so now I have a converter, okay? So there are converters, Probably for every brand. I don't know that for a fact, but probably. So, but the other thing is, like, here's a converter. It's an EF. It's called the Mount Adapter EF ESR, okay? And you've got one right there, too. So now I could, like, I could take, let me find a Canon lens. I could take an older EF Canon lens. The new ones are RF. I was trying to think of a good like acronym for EF versus versus RF. I don't know. Um, anyways, I can take an old lens, click it. Let me see if I. There we go. And then it attaches there, and then this connecting piece, this end, will now connect to the uh, the RF lens mount on a Canon. I don't have an R5 in front of me, um, or an R because I'm using here's my RP right now. Here's an R. Here's an R. Okay. With the lens adapter, and here is the 1635 EF lens, and I use these professionally all the time. I don't notice the weight of this. I have never had an issue with this. Um, I am starting to get more RF lenses just because our students in the photo mentorship ask. So I, I am. Um, I haven't gone crazy, dude. I, I really want the 24 to 70 RF. Have you seen it? It's only $200 more than the EF version. Mm. I know that's a lens, but I mean like, ah, yeah, it's probably, it's probably great. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. So here's a question. And I don't actually know the answer to this. Can you retroactively, can you use RF lenses with an EF camera? I don't know. I don't, I know the, the, the adapter goes like old version, sorry, new version to old version. In other words, like, New camera can use old lenses, but I don't know if old cameras can use new lenses. I don't know if there's a converter for that. I'm actually curious about that right now. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, sweet. While you look it up, so Gwend Norland Anderson asked the question, so my Canon Rebel T6 is a crop sensor, and I just purchased my 50 millimeter. Are you saying it is not a good choice for my camera? That's not what we're saying. What we are saying is that you need to understand that you know, what 50 millimeters is traditionally is this, and on your camera, it's this. You just have to do the conversion. So it's not a true 50 millimeters on your uh, Rebel T6, okay? So same thing as I have right here, 50 millimeters on a Rebel T6, right? It actually will look like this instead of looking like that. So that's the difference. I love Matthew Schetz. Matthew Schetz answered this question for me as I was doing the research because he's awesome. Yeah, Matthew is awesome. He's awful. He's awesome. Um, so there's, there's there's currently no mount because the the RF lens hole. It's such a big lens. There's currently no mount, but I imagine they'll come out with one. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able to retroactively do that. Because you know, like the new technology is like. They built it that it could take the old technology. In other words, the new cameras, like, they built them so that they could work with the old lenses. But the old cameras, they didn't necessarily build them so they could work with the new lenses. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I hope I'm wrong because that would be cool. Because that would be, 
That's a it's a de- almost a deal breaker because like Tammy, just get Tammy an RP. Well, I want to keep. Yeah, I'm I'm just considering switching over to a bunch of RF lenses. But if I sold all my EF lenses, then I may not be able to use them on some older cameras that I have that I still use to demonstrate. So that's why I'm I'm wondering that. So it's interesting. We're, mm. You know, figuring it out in real time on your photography mentor podcast mm. episode fifty. Okay. Um, all I right. Need you to, I need you to buy me every RF lens, <laughs> and every EF lens. So that way we're ready for anything. Is that okay? Yeah. So, hey, Amy. No, it's not okay. <laughs> he said yes. A- you no. Guys heard him say Amy, that. Amy Brand Sawyer said, is a 35 millimeter better than a 50 millimeter for a crop sensor? It's not, it's not what's better. It's what do you want? Just understanding that a crop sensor, you know, like will, a 35 millimeter lens will look more like this on your crop sensor. You know, it's a little bit wider on a full frame, but if you put it, on your crop sensor, it looks more like this. You just have to remember the factor. Like, just know that you're not actually shooting at 50. Like, yeah. that's, it's a great lens. It's a big hole. That's a lot of light in. We're not saying there's anything wrong with it at all. It's just shooting at 80. You have an 80 millimeter lens, not a 50 millimeter lens. That's right. Yeah, love it. That's love all. It. Nothing wrong with it at all. To be very abundantly loud and clear, there's nothing wrong with a 50. I hope one of you today has a crop sensor camera and wins this 50. Because it's a great lens. Yeah, it won't be crappy at all. It'll be great. Um, what's the best lens to use for indoor volleyball? Patricia Walls asked. What do you think, Rich? Um, I'd probably want a 70 to, 70 to 200, 2.8. Because you can be wide-ish and tight-ish, and this, your hole is big enough to let a good amount of light in. Yeah, and this—that's actually—that's actually a good time to talk a little bit more about kit lenses versus like, you know, fixed aperture lenses like this or consistent aperture what is lenses. A, what is a what is a prime lens? Well, I'm not talking about prime lenses. I'm talking about a fixed aperture versus fixed aperture. Yeah. So a prime lens is like the 50. It's prime. It's it's fixed at a specific focal length, focal point, right? So 50 millimeter lens that doesn't zoom in or out is a prime lens. A 35 millimeter lens that doesn't zoom in or out is a prime lens, an 85, et cetera, okay? But if it's a lens like this that's zooming in and out, it's a zoom lens, it's not a prime lens. Even though this is worth like $3 and this one is worth $2,000, these are both, you know, zoom lenses that are not prime, however, the difference between these lenses is astronomical because the the aperture in this lens is a variable aperture. Variable, okay? Manually controlling my camera there to brighten it up a little teeny bit since the lighting scenario changed since it got cloudy outside, okay? This lens, which is a kit lens, which literally they make for $3 in China and then attach it to your camera as a value bonus, okay? Um, it's only good for shooting outside. It'd be, this would be terrible for shooting volleyball and stuff like that indoors, okay? And the reason is, is because it has a, number one, the aperture cannot go very wide. You know, it can't go very wide like Rich was just showing, okay? Meaning it can't, let me, let me, let me get my my illustration here you get you pull yours out that's right okay so this is a wide aperture right here okay it's letting a lot of light coming in when you're using a lens like this which one is this the 18 to 55 which is designed for a crop sensor like the t6 okay it's it's uh what is it 3.5 yeah it's 3.5 3.5 to 5.6 okay you can't go. Let me let me zoom in here a little bit. See if we can see if we can get it. There it is. Okay, this about here is 3.5 approximately, and so when you're all the way zoomed out, it only lets you let in this much light. And when you zoom in on the lens, it forces you to go here. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's mm. it's kind of crippling you because if you have a prime lens like this, it allows you to let this much light in. But on those lenses, you're starting here when it's all the way zoomed out to 18 millimeters. And when you zoom in to 55, it's forcing you to go here. It's a variable aperture lens. 
it changed your maximum aperture size, like how large you can make that hole sucks to start with. And then as you zoom in, it forces, gets worse. it gets worse. Okay. So if you're trying to zoom in on a volleyball match, now it's getting bright outside. I should just put my uh, aperture to auto ISO, sorry, my, my ISO to auto, but I don't like auto. I hate it. Um, and now it's, still, the devil. now it's still too bright. Okay. There we go. All right. Auto is the devil. Um, so that's why it's not a good lens for shooting like volleyball and stuff like that. Okay. So a lens. Yeah, and a lot of times a zoom lens will be worse. A 70 to 300 might be. Oh, it could be 5.6 to 7.3. or you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. could, could be horrible. I'm wondering if I have a. Here, actually, here's a 75 to, th to 300 millimeter. Let's see what this one says. This isn't terrible. It's four, it's four to 5.6. It says it right here. Let me not see if horrible. I can. Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it's not as bad as it could be. Okay, see, it says 1 to 4 to 4 to 5.6. That means that you can open up the aperture when you're zoomed out to 75, because that's as wide as this lens goes. You can open up the aperture to f4, okay, which kind of sucks, but could be worse. Um, and as you zoom in, it's forcing that hole to get smaller to 5.6. So at, when you're at the volley mat, volleyball match in a gym and you're zooming in, okay, uh, to 300 millimeters, like a lens like this, it's it's crippling you and, and the amount of light that your lens will let into your camera. So what do you do? Okay, you crank your ISO up if that's if that's your opportunity, you know, if that's your option. Um, or, you know, when when you're ready, I don't advocate getting in a bunch of debt, but when you're ready to upgrade and purchase um, fixed aperture, fixed maximum aperture lenses like an L series lens zoom lens like this 70 to 200 then what happens is it you know this lens can go to a large hole size at 2.8 okay so it doesn't it stays it, there and stays there it doesn't quite go to 1.8 here but it goes to 2.8 like like here okay and then it stays there regardless of whether you zoom in or out so it's a fixed what? aperture in a zoom lens which is way what? way more better way better so it allows you to allow a lot of light in in, a, in an area like a gym or something inside and zoom in at the same time does that make sense and there's different Go, yeah, expert, like this is this is a 16 to 35 2.8 so that means that whether i'm shooting at 16 or 35 my hole stays at 2.8 they make this lens they make a they make a 17 to 40 that's an f4 so that means no matter if you zoom in or out it stays at f4 and it's about half the price because you're losing the amount of light. So a lot of people think, what makes a lens so expensive? It's the amount of light that comes into your camera sensor that records the information, and it's the quality of the glass. So both of those things matter when you're starting to buy and build your arsenal of lenses. Because in theory, that's what's, I mean, I'd rather have a great lens on an okay body. You marry, you marry the lenses and you date the body. You marry your lenses, Spend your money on your lenses. You marry your lenses and date that body like my wife does with me. She dates that body. <laughs> right? Totally. Um, you know, Matthew Schutz answered a question. I'm not sure what the question was. Uh, okay, maybe it was Josie's question where she said, would you choose a 24 to 70 millimeter over 100 for portraits on an R5? Um, and he, I think he's saying he depends on your budget. But he was saying... He would choose a 24 to 70 because it's more useful. If you can only choose one lens, what you're going to get more use out of. And I agree. Matthew Schatz is is amazing. He's one of our uh, amazing coaches inside the photo mentorship. And this guy is who this, I go to for tech questions. This guy knows his stuff. Goes to. Matthew is awesome. But I agree with him because and I actually don't have a um, 24 to 70 here. It's at my house today. But um, but the 24 to 70 is incredible because it shows you a whole range of stuff. Let's share my screen again for fun, okay? So 24 to 70 allows you to go here. It doesn't go all the way wide and crazy like this. It starts here, so you can zoom out. Now, it may, now shooting at 24 might not be great for an up-close portrait, shooting at 24, but it's great for a landscape. Okay, a lot of landscapes that I shoot are around 24. Then it can go to 35, so it covers that range. Then it can go to 50, so it covers the very natural range, and it can zoom into not quite 85, but it covers, you know, it zooms into 70 millimeters, which will be, you know, right in between the 50 and the 85. So it's a really, really fantastic lens for 
uh, doing things like weddings because it can kind of do it all. You could shoot the whole wedding day with a 24 to 70. It's a very expensive lens. What are they running now? Like 1800 bucks, something like that. Depending on the, the version three, the version three is out. So it's 22. There's a 24 to 70 version three, or is it just the RF? Mm-hmm. Is it actually nope, the EF? There's a, there's a version three IS. Wow. EF mount. I didn't even know that. I have the version two and it's incredible. When did that come out? Just recently? I, I guess it must have because I was like looking like I need a 24 to 70. I bought the Sigma one, liked it, didn't love it. So I was like, gosh, I buy, I'm like you, do I buy the EF or the RF? Mm. And I was like, oh, the RF is 2,400 bucks. Right. I was like, well, that's only $200 more. So I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, well, but anyways, the 24 to 70, like if you're like, if you're... If you're a specialty photographer, like I want to shoot only birds, then maybe the 24 to 70 isn't perfect for you. You want to zoom in more, okay? But Amen. if you're like, I want to shoot family portraits, I want to shoot newborns, maternity, landscape photos, weddings. If you want to shoot some, some like kind of those popular genres and you're like ready to invest in your first real, like professional quality, expensive lens, the 24 to 70 is like, like Matthew was saying, would be like the go-to. In fact, that's the lens that I keep on my camera 95% of the time because it's just, it's a very versatile. It can zoom out, it can zoom in, it can do the middle of the range um, and it goes down to 2.8, which lets a lot of light in and it stays there. It doesn't change. It's not a variable lens like the kit lenses that come with your camera that are worth $3 that they make in China. Um, so, um, so there you go. All right, Rich. Is there any other burning questions or anything I mean, like that we them, need to they answer? Make, they make them all in China, but they just they make a. Re- I'm they I'm saying that lens, I, they add they add these kit lens to your like buy this lens and we'll give you a free seventy to three hundred and a kit lens eighteen to fifty five. That's just bonus added value to make you buy, where really it costs them nothing to make. I mean, you can even hear it. Yeah, it's like so. Like, it's like this. This is like, like three ounces, and this is like ten pounds. It's like a big difference, you know. Um, it is lighter, but you know. Hey, so sometimes bigger is better. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes. Hey, Christine said, um, "If I move from a crop sensor to a full frame, what about all the lenses?" Do you want to answer this, Rich? So, the chances are the lens you buy will move over unless it's wider than sixteen. If you have a 10 to 20, 10 to 22 lens on your crop sensor, it's so wide full frame that it'll give you black edges. So the answer rule of thumb is if it's over 24 or 35 millimeters on your crop sensor, it will transfer over full frame. That's like the easy answer. But you also have to check to make sure the technology works and things like that. So do a little bit of research before you Yes. Upgrade your camera and now have to buy all new lenses because that would suck. I, I want to say this: the the um, I want to make a blanket statement. If you're a Canon user and you have an L series lens, it should should transition no problem, right? Correct. Okay. So if it yes. is an EFS, it's a you can see this here. It has an S in it. Let me see if I can get this in focus. I love how you're bringing your face. Well, that's because it focuses on my I eyes. Know, it's you know, cute. it's super cute. Okay, EFS. This lens will not go with you, but it's cheap. It's crap. No offense. It's just, it's a crappy lens. Sell right? it on the Facebook marketplace. For $4. It only, it's only worth a couple bucks. You know, no, I mean, it might, you might get up to 80 bucks for it or something. I don't know. Um, the EFS lenses um, and the equivalent on the Canon or Sony, sorry, Sony or Nikon. Um, I forget those mounts. Rich is the tech guy, so he can, he can tell you. Uh, there's so many things to keep up with. That's why I'm like, pick, find your gear, find what works for you. Don't worry about everything else. You know, like find what works for you and we can help you do that regardless of which brand you have. But, um, but some of those lenses will not grow with you. But if you invested like a lot of money in lenses, like, and you got L series lenses or something, they should transition with you because there are, there are converters. Um, and if you're just, um, like for instance, on my, um, on my crop sensor lens, like this one, Okay, if you're using DSLRs, okay, which is like where you can see the sensor and, the, and the, there's a mirror that actually pops up, uh, then you can use L-series lenses, you know? Like here's an L-series lens that will fit on this, even though it's a crop sensor. And this same lens will also fit on a full frame camera. Here's, the, here's an old 5D Mark II. Yeah. It fits there too. 
However, DFS however, is Nikon's is Nikon's DX. DX. So for those of you listening, is it e- DX is EFS. Okay. And so look, here's the EFS. It will not fit on my full frame camera. Like it won't work. It won't connect. It won't work. Okay. So the cheap lenses that are designed for crop sensors will not grow with you, but the expensive lenses will work both ways. Yeah, they go both ways. That's right. Cool. Well, hey, any other any other burning questions we need to address right in a second? No, I think we're good. I, I actually enjoyed this. Like, I, I enjoy. I this actually, is like a question. It's 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 photographers like needing to know these things. Like, what lens works? What doesn't work? What is this lens for? Um, like, okay, when I go shoot landscapes, Rich Coleman likes shooting wider than thirty-five. Like, I like to be thirty-five or wider when I shoot landscapes. When I shoot astrophotography, I like shooting 35 or wider. So it's it's one of those things that sometimes it's preference, but sometimes it's because of like that distortion factor. Yeah. You know, you don't want to take a portrait of a beautiful model at 16 millimeters or 10 millimeters because her nose is going to look long and her hair is going to look like an alien. I know. I knows what you mean about that. Who knows? That ain't that ain't the flattering angle there. You know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Hey, should Lynn's choice matters. That's the name of this podcast. Lynn's choice matters. I learned so much today. Said Nanette. Awesome. Awesome. You guys are, you guys are great. Hey, if you have more questions and you want to ask us questions and you want to get real time feedback with the stuff, that's the burning questions for you. If you're not in the photo mentorship where we answer all of your questions and do live trainings and shows and you get full access to our whole freaking library of content, you should be a member of the photo mentorship because we can't answer all yes, your questions in the podcast, think. but we can answer all of your questions in the photo mentorship. It's amazing. It's only 47 bucks a month and you get access to all of our training and to get unlimited questions answered by photography experts like me and Rich and our other amazing mentors. So if you're not a member of the photo mentorship, what the heck are you doing? What are you waiting for? I, Dave, Seriously, you know, what are you waiting for? That's exciting. What's that? You know what's exciting about the photo mentorship? What's that? I just had Josh say, it's time for me to do a bunch of camera reviews again. What should mm. I get? So we're making a poll, and B&H is going to mail me all those cameras, and then I'm going to go around and show everybody this is what all the buttons do mm. on this Nikon camera or the Sony or this Canon camera, and then I do a review, and that's just for the photo mentorship. So our group has gotten so large. There's so many new cameras and so many different types of cameras that we are helping our students where they're at with their cameras. So I'm excited because I'm about to get 30 boxes from B&H to my house. That's and I'm, my wife's not going to even hit me, so it's going to be great. It's so great. Hey, Kate Elkin asks, why do you use 35 millimeter, sorry, 85 millimeter for portraits if it distorts faces? It doesn't distort faces. Let's, let's look here. 85, this is at 16. Where's the sweet spot? Okay. 50 looks pretty natural. And so does 85. It doesn't really distort the face. It looks very natural. It's fundable. It's fantastic. 35, Fundable. 35 distorts the face. 24 distorts the face. 200 distorts the face. Yeah. You know, like 200 is making people's faces look a little fatter. If they're up close, like if you're zoom, if you're, if you're pretty far away, the other thing we didn't factor in here is like that your distance from the subject, you know, we're more just showing you what, what the lenses specifically do as what far as distortion What it does with the does. face taking up the same amount of s- screen real estate. That's right. Because if you if you were to, you know, be back 200 feet and shoot at 200 millimeters, the face wouldn't be distorted like this. You know, so Correct. lens choice matters, but so does you know your distance from your subject. And there's all sorts of things like that that we dive deep deep into into courses like Master Your Camera, or shoot stunning natural light portraits all these different courses that are available to you guys um, for all of you photo mentorship members. Okay. So if you're in a mentorship, say I love Rich Coleman. I need that affirmation so I don't get fired. (laughs) Love it. Love it. You guys are awesome. Um, Yeah. Candy said she just joined TPM last week. That's awesome. We call the photo mentorship TPM. So, Hey, it is time. It's been an hour. It's time to do this giveaway. All right. So if you are here, we're about to do a giveaway. We're going to be giving away a nifty 50 millimeter lens. Here's the Canon equivalent. Even if you're in the Dominican Republic, you could win this lens. That's right. All righty. Um, hey, while we grab the winner real quick, let's play a 
let's play a trailer for your brand new astrophotography course that's exclusively available inside the photo mentorship. Is that okay with you? If we do that while we grab, while we, all right, let's do that. Um, LTA, no, AS101, Astrophotography 101. There we go, bam. Welcome to Astrophotography 101. In this course, you're gonna learn how to take amazing pictures every time. We're gonna demystify how to take pictures of the Milky Way, of the stars, and all the confusing things. This is really fun for me to get to show you my tips and tricks on how to take amazing nighttime pictures. That's right. It's giveaway time. It's giveaway time. Love it. You you totally missed my joke earlier. I I I just realized. I, said, I just I realized. Said, even this parson was from the Dominican Republic. They would win the lands. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. Sorry. You just. You you Dominican. You you yeah. <laughs> sorry. You did a great job, Rich. It was awesome. It was fantastic. I Somebody's just, gonna win. That's right. And the winner, as I'll let you announce it today, the winner of, the, of a Nifty 50 mailed directly to your house or the B&H gift card equivalent is... Dominica Parsons. Dominica Parsons? Dominica. Dominica. Congrats. Congratulations. I love, dude, I, 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 like all your, I like all your noises. They're great. Maybe not all your noises. <laughs> I do like it, though. Hey, congrats, Dominica... Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We got it. We got it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Fantastic. All right. You guys rock. Have a fantastic day. Congrats to Dominica. Our team will be in touch with you to get, make sure we got your address to mail you a nifty 50. It's going to be awesome. 50. You're, you 50 guys are amazing. Our 50th yes. 50 for the 50th episode. That's awesome. And then we got it. We got it earlier. I, I, I did. I did. I did. I I missed it, man. Sorry. I guess I'm getting. You're like, it's our 50th episode. And I said we should give something away that reflects that, and you were like, okay. I hate you. I'm sorry, man. I I I'm not quick, like you are. I just you know. Quick. I'm just with it. With it. Yeah. I love you. Hey, I'm excited because we got a couple more lives, a couple more giveaways this week inside of the photo mentorship. That's right. What's our schedule? I'm ready. We got Wednesday and Friday. Um, I think. Or Wednesday and Friday. No, Thursday we're doing new member meetup. It's my favorite, one of my favorite new shows. Um, yeah. Where people that are new to the mentorship, I answer questions, I show you around, I show you how Lightroom works, I show you a lot in a concise little, a little amount of time, and then I help you figure out what you need next. Because mm. there's so much content inside of the photo mentorship, you can be the photographer that your friends are like, dang, how did you take a picture like that? Love it. The Love photo it. mentorship, so the photo mentorship that's awesome well hey we love you guys have a fantastic day i'm gonna uh show a little preview of the photo mentorship um on our way out you guys are, oh we ha oh you know what i should you know what i'll do i'll do the workshop uh, or the um the uh meetup i'll play the meetup teaser we're doing a meetup when are we doing a meetup may 14th and 15th is that correct well how <laughs> much does that cost free zero how for much? tp free it's free for TPM for TPM members. It's free. So if you are if you are a member of the photo mentorship, are you gonna be there? I'm gonna be there. Are you Am gonna, be, gonna there? be there? You're gonna be is there. Staff gonna be there. Our whole staff is gonna be there. Is it free food, free drinks, and free hangouts and free photo sessions with Rich and David? Yes. Mm. Yes. How it much? Is. Free. Mm. Come. I need you guys to come. You guys can sign up at davidmoner.com forward slash meet up meet up i want to know yep. so we can get a head count for catering please please let me know if you're going to be there yep it's going to be awesome i'm going to play a trailer for that just so you guys Only can get a little GPMers. yep just so y'all can get a little bit of a, of a scene so if you haven't if you're not a member of the photo mentorship you can join the photo mentorship at the and then Today. you can come to our you can come to our meetup and you can also go to the new member meetup 
um, virtual on, on Thursday. Thursday. You know, so all right, let me uh, let me play this trailer. Have you have a fantastic play, guy. Yeah, we love you guys. Real. All I right, love you. I love you. We love you guys. I love you. Boom. All right, see y'all later. Bye-bye. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.